This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, well met. I'm Gloria. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Timsey, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor. Dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. Come on, beauty, the D&D. Can't end the story. It goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. I'm Kevin. And I'm still Tinsian. Well, wait, what day of the week is it? Exactly. <laughs> Good question. Uh, today is Friday, and we're here for another episode, January 30th, and uh, we had a special intro you might have heard from our friend Rabbit of Rabbit's Ramblings, made special for us, updated version. And uh, this is episode 164, uh, 165, in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. Last time we had some fun uh, in the woods and interesting things happening to Carl's box. So I'm going to let catch us up on where we are currently <laughs> and the state of Carl's box. <laughs> Dungeon Master, you are a go. Hi. Uh, administrative <laughs> notes. One, in this episode, we are going to be carding uh, Kevin because for those of you who look on video, it looks like he's about to ready to record the eighth mile and possibly is not old enough to drink even soda. So, we're so gonna, we are going to <laughs> attempt to see, uh, now that he's shaving most of his beard off, uh, is he still, you know, at least over 21. Second note. Um, Close enough. Second note. Uh, sorry for all the delays and recordings and stuff. Um, I've been suffering from pneumonia and a few other things for a bit. So, there's going to be a lot of awkward pauses for those of you joining us live. Deal with it. And sadly, those of us who are dealing who are going to be listening to the recording, because I'm not editing them out. Mm-hmm. So, Dead Space is me hacking up a lung. Or a really good video game. Yeah. For tonight's drinking, um, I'm doing Red Stag bourbon with a little apple cider. What has everyone else uh, got going tonight? I got, like, water and Snowcross beer. Okay. Straight up water. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Drinkless. And I think mm-hmm. uh, Cesar's on me. That's poor yeah. planning. It, it kind of is. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so what's been happening? Uh, last episode, party had set up camp. It was guard duty. And Kevin found there's sleepwalkers. Amongst the group. Oh, wait, no, it's a dragon. Yeah. Mucking around in camp. That was much more disturbing than sleepwalking. Yeah. Um... As disturbing as Florian finding a living... <laughs> Florian bonding with nature. Because, you know, a box is also made out of wood. Most. Yes. Show us where the tree untouched you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you shave the box nice and pretty? I really 
don't really remember the box part. I thought we, we burned it for good and... Didn't it turn into a snake so. or something and it started to come yeah, towards Yeah, but, but we didn't see it. No, not as yet. That's true. We did not see it. We didn't see it, but this is where innuendo. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a lot more fun. This is where we mess with the German kid. Yep. <laughs> yes. Innuendo followed us. Wait, no, hang on. Let me take that back. The ash snake, if I recall, followed the party just like innuendo follows this show. There we go. There you go. That is that is the appropriate okay. the appropriate simile. That is three points on your SAT score, my friend. Thank you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I can now work at thirteen hundred and ninety seven to go. Alright, I can work at Dairy Queen. So, um party was informed that something big is happening in dawn before the dragon took off. Everybody and seems I... to have That's right, Air oh. the Red Dawn rises. Yes. Everybody seems to have some sort of dragon bling now. Um, everyone was woken up by Mithrin and told something is afoot. Oh, did Carl have dragon bling? Because that was the one confusion point. It was given to. Um, I by... gave him some. De- oh, dragon you gave it to him directly and asked him to wear it, yes, right? Okay. That is correct. Now yes. I'm recalling. Yeah, I think he had it in a bag or something. No, that was Cesar with him in the bag. Mm-hmm. So now we are left with uh, the Ents having walked, the trains having walked off in towards where the party's going in the direction of the prison. Mm-hmm. What do y'all want to do? I believe uh, last time, if I if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a while. Um, I said we should get on these fantastic uh, lizard mounts and see how much rubber we can burn off of them. Let's let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You remember correctly. Yes, that's fantastic. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, and by the way, Mithrin was having some interesting skin problems in a possibly positive way. You know, it's just rosacea. Just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't pick at it. Yeah. Okay. So, party takes off probably three hours to dawn. Any preparations you happen to be making because you don't know what's going on? Well, and I think I said this before, too. I got nothing to prepare. I'm on. Let's go. <laughs> are you referring? I'm a simple on? man. Yes, they are. I haven't taken them off. Yeah, I haven't taken anything off. Uh, I've got the, the great... Uh, um, uh, uh, staff that had a great emotional meaning to me that uh, that uh, um, Carl gave me, and uh, I will have that and ready to go. Cool. So we go. How about you guys? I assume that the rest of you also are in like a, a, a semi-mobile state. Yes, I'm still disturbed by the fact that the dragon decided to look like me, which I think you told me. Or you, you indicated that I was talking to you previously. So I'm concerned. Mm. I'm concerned about the doppelganger aspect. And the fact that the wolf just didn't care. Winter didn't care. Winter's harsh. <laughs> Winter's cold. Yep. Non-caring. Mm. But it's coming. Yeah. With us. It's windy. Mm. It's windy, too. That wait, that doesn't work. Never mind. <laughs> uh, what did you feed my wolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Found this can of chili and what I decided you he might like it, you know? Okay. 
<laughs> um, Xanatari, your deity is kind of a little more present than it or she or he, whatever the feeling of your deity is today, um, has been within the last month or two. Ever since you've kind of been doing this path of the immortal thing, your deity's been getting a little more distant. But you're sensing that um, you're getting a lot of attention right now. Okay. My name is Justin Fan. <laughs> Sorry. This is a little moment in Twitch. I'm just like hmm. signed in and somehow I'm showing up as Justin Fan. I don't understand this. <laughs> That's I actually you were in your it's like Bieber fan group last night. Can yeah. you see that? How weird yeah. is that? I it's actually a cousin it. of Justin Case. So. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's the worst joke ever. Oh, I love I, I, I love it with Mithrin around. I don't actually need to handle all the bad. <laughs> That's right. You know, we got to split up the duties so that <laughs> duties. No, Kevin. <laughs> oh. <sighs> well, yeah. I'll just be a fan of the Beebs today. Type that in chat. Okay, anyway, sorry. Derailment. My deity is now uh, interested that there's an impending apocalypse, mm -hmm. and uh, that's good, because I could definitely use uh, a helping eye and uh, and also, like, any kind of, you know, storm, extra storm power or protection. So that's good. Yay. Um, you sense that something is happening behind you, but... Uh... Behind me, like that dragon that's looking at me. No, like as soon as you notice that your deity has taken notice of you again, mm -hmm. um, something is going, something is going on. Something is going on. Yeah. That's awfully vague. Do I need to roll a perception? <laughs> no, it's just. Do you want to look back? Yes, I don't like being spied on from behind me. Okay. Um, on the horizon, uh, you see multiple flashes of lightning in quick succession. Okay. Judging from the size and height of the lightning flashes along this huge wall, um, you would say that the a mother or father or possibly in-law of all lightning storms hmm. is rapidly approaching from behind. Okay. Well, bonuses to my attacks, so I'm... Thrilled about that. Um, it is uh, horizon to horizon. Okay. Well, this does not bother me. Uh, although do I the... pointed out to the others. Oh, thank you. I was just going to say, do the rest of us notice that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, guys, uh, I'm feeling especially good right now, but you might want to look behind you and uh, take cover if there's any kind of hood you have or perhaps put your metal items somewhere else. Right now? I don't know where, where I can mouse. possibly put my arms right now. <laughs> <Just> Sorry, man. <laughs> um, how fast is this approaching? Can we tell? Well, everybody roll for nature and also for perception. Please. Oh, good. 28, 25. Okay. 26. And 23. Okay. Really horrible on both. Like the fine horrible. Like, like under five. 
but not well, ones. Well, under five, not modified. <laughs> let's say that for both. Mithrin falls asleep. But not ones. Not ones, no. But okay. very, very low. All right. Um, and then uh, Florian. Fifteen and ten modified. Okay. So, because um, Carl and uh, Mithrin are on the huge lizards with uh, ape hanger kind of things that are going so fast, they really don't have time to focus beyond uh, just pure speed. But uh, Zenitari and Cesar, you realize the storm is hauling and will break over wherever you're at in roughly about three hours. But you sense that this storm is quite massive, as you can see, and uh, it's really going to mess some stuff up. But does it the... seem to be? Does it seem to be like preternatural, like like the speed that it's moving, or besides the fact that it's just giant? Like, does it seem, you know, out of the ordinary or magical or whatever? Yes, it's definitely out of the ordinary. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you listening in, go look up like a uh, Australian desert um, sandstorm or one of the Middle Eastern sandstorms where that kind of red front of stuff is coming in and about to swallow you up. Kind of that sort of thing. But yeah, clearly this is not a natural storm. On the perception side, however, um, you've kind of got an idea that the dragon relies on gas attacks. And one thing that <laughs> tends to dispel gas is rain, because it'll absorb the particles and drop them to the ground faster. So the question is asked, um, is your deity for or against this? Or is it trying to do something to hamper the dragon? Well, we don't know what's going on yet. We just know that the end of the world is coming. This dragon's given us, or, or not the end of the world, but some great, great battle, great uh, event is coming, and the dragon's given us these talismans to try to keep us from dying. So the dragon's obviously uh, interested in our survival, and I would assume our deity is also interested in our survival, but I don't know what the conflict is yet, so I can't say. Uh, are we all riding forward at this point in time? Yeah. I would, okay, all right. Um, I, I would like to... Like, I'm assuming that we're still all sharing the mind link at this point. Is that true? Sanitari? Um, we are. I mean, I do have mind link abilities, but I'm not constantly listening to your thoughts. Okay. Well, I was. Well, that's that's very good. But I'm just wondering if what what you just thought would have come across to the rest of us, or or if you shared that with us while we're all riding, because I I would have something to comment on that. So. Um. <coughs> well. Yes, I can share that with you. Um, as we're looking back at the storm, you had asked how quickly it's coming, I believe. Well, I, I was character. riding. I was just going, there's some clouds back there. That's all my role said. So I'm like, yeah. Okay. But I'm assuming. I like how you're riding the lizard like a chopper. Well, that's right. what we have. Well, we have big ape hangers. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. that was like the noise of the storm coming. I heard that's that. That's right. That is, the, that is the sound of thunder. Stupid dogs. Uh, so if so, if you ex- explained what you just thought, that um, obviously you know the dragon gave us these things to keep us safe, and the God is trying to keep us safe, and that sort of thing, I, I would just have to interject at that point and say, do we really know that the dragon's trying to keep us safe? 
We really don't. We're just accepting the dragon's word on this. I, I mean, we're kind of taking that as a leap of faith right now. Yes, we are. I so mean, maybe you're you angry. You think these talismans are, are intended to be targeting us? You think? Well, is- I don't know. I mean, it, it's just there's a giant lightning storm coming behind us that is the totem and signifying element of your deity. Maybe you pissed off your god because we took the totems? I don't know. I don't have a god. <laughs> okay. Well, um, how about if well, I well, roll a religion check and just see if... Like, so I, I'd like to know, Dungeon Master, if... You know, if this is a pleased kind of feeling, you said, I'm just feeling that there's presence there, but is it a pleased or is it like an angry? Because I haven't had an angry feeling so far, and we've pretty much like faced uh, tons of other scenarios. I mean, there's been an absence, which is sort of the same thing, but not um, anger. So do I need to roll a religion or something to kind of get a general, like, a mood feeling off of this? Mm, go for an insight. Okay. Uh, 19. There's some concern that there that your deity may be feeling a degree of competition because as heading down this path of immortals, you potentially stand to take some of, you know, a portfolio of your own mm-hmm. that may or may not be at the deity's um, expense. But you haven't really defined that sort of stuff yet. So there's... What is that sound? It's Carl's mic. Or is oh. something happening on Carl's side? Yeah, maybe the chair will hit it. Just mute for a sec. Yeah, weird. Obviously, your deity is attempting to communicate with you through Carl's headset. <laughs> it's going, Carolan! Carolan! Red rum! Red rum. <laughs> it's throwing it's throwing static at you. Mm-hmm. Literally. Pause for sip. <laughs> okay, but I'm not getting a hey, this dragon is I mean, we're we're all against the dreaming dark, right? And it sounds like the dragon is trying to help us against something that's very like evil or considered, you know, bad. We're we're going towards this uh um it's you, not a you, pyramid, there's, but you there know is, what I mean. There's an understanding of what the dragon is attempting to do right now. The issue is that um, in the past, dragons have been known to wipe out um, churches and other places, mm-hmm. usually in a consolidation. So there is the potential chance that this uh, deity has encountered the draconic things, and there's kind of a bias. Well, I know, but this is not the first time we've met this dragon. I mean, we've met the dragon back in town in uh, yep. Yep. in Winter Haven, and it did not end badly. It seemed to be uh, mm-hmm. on our side, giving us totems and, you know, mm-hmm. says your clockwork things and whatever. So. True. All right, let's roll with it. Okay. Okay. So we'll wait and see. Storm versus dragon. Fight! But anyways, it, it is, it's truly something... What Impressive. day is it, by the way? Does, does anybody know what day it is? In game? Not like an, or in for game. real? Yeah. In game. In game. Like, do we know? Does, does it matter? Oh, Mithrin's yeah. like, on a Thursday, I'm morning? particularly blessed. 
Well, no, I'm just kind of wondering because you, know, you got a storm on one side, a dragon on the other, and it'd just be awesome if you could go, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yes. Dragon versus storm come together in a clash that'll keep you just absolutely amazed. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. You know, <laughs> for eight thing. miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering. I'm trying to stay. No, wait, that wasn't in character. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. By the way, Zanatari, as, as the storm starts to approach, you feel like you have some degree of control over it. Ooh. In, in the classic sense, and I, I speak sort of of the, uh, the, one of the Lord of the Rings movies where the river is coming down and somebody does the whole horse bit. You know, if you want to... Yes, okay, okay. A little, little, you've got a little bit of that. Well, I don't have anything to attack yet, because again, we, Xanatari, in a rare and unusual moment of patience, <laughs> is, is just waiting to see what enemy we have before I electrocute someone, because I've been told that this is bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting. I, I have because you've been told, right? <laughs> you, know? you haven't decided for yourself. You don't have your own moral system to guide you. Unlimited <laughs> cosmic power, itty bitty living space. <laughs> so I'm just waiting. Uh, it is, it is, it is pretty interesting, awesome. though, that we haven't had to resort to a shock collar, though, to get you to be like, no, don't do that, no. See, that's fantastic, no. though. That is the first time there's been like a Disney reference on this show. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was amazing. All right. Okay. Come on, Aladdin, you know. No. no? Nobody knows? That was Aladdin. He's got the monkeys. The oh, like the you know, unlimited cosmic power. He doesn't know. Case. Robin Williams. Akuna Matata, you mean? No. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Wrong. Never mind. Last slip or what? Anyway. One. Natural one DM. Nice guys. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey Cesar, would you like to build a plot hook? Because <laughs> it's your turn. Yep, it's my turn. Yep. Well, we're rolling along. There's stuff going on behind us. We're heading either away from or into danger. Probably both. Um. He um. I would say not being a strong rider he's going to be largely focused on just staying in the saddle of i don't even remember what my mount is at this point i think it's the mechanical squirrel still is it okay i thought he'd gotten a dinosaur nope uh mithrin and carl oh carl yeah yeah we're the only ones rolling t-rex the fringe lizard things yeah right (laughs) yeah exactly um so you're you're just trying to stay in the saddle and go rolling along, right? Yeah, he might say. Um, I mean, I guess he kind of heard you know the conversation between Xanatari and and uh, Mithrin, or else he would wonder you know if that storm was her doing. But it's pretty clear that it's not. So um, I think he's just going to be kind of determining in his head what he's made. Uh, you know what he arsenal he has, and what constructs are going to be okay in a giant lightning storm, or better, or you know more vulnerable, and things like that. Um, even though the storm is still quite a ways away, uh, <coughs> there appears to be some bits of flashes of lightning here and there that illuminate what appear to be skeletons or other creatures kind of white, pasty creatures, sort of ghouls and whatever, pushing wheelbarrows and hauling wagons. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, you can see Cesar pretty much across the entire field, like you're sort of riding along, and then they kind of come out of the mists and um, are proceeding in the direction of um, where the battle is to be. So they're kind of like coming out of the fog on our left and right onto our flanks and like kind of well it's kind of like out of the corner of your eye you just sort of, they suddenly just you suddenly start to see them but as this kind of lightning from wherever it's not from the storm yet but uh just kind of illuminates them here and there and then as the uh the light goes dark again they kind of fade out but you sort of hear the squeaking of the wheels carts. and carts and and they basically seem to be doing the same thing we are Yes. Okay. Huh. Um, there's um, sort of a... Guys, check out to the left and uh, to the right. There's uh, When you can see it, I think we got, you know, kind of a, a bit of company. Uh, though uh, they seem to be not really paying much attention to us. Uh, look oh. like maybe skeletons. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too sure. They're, they're headed in the direction of the, uh, that thing. They're, um... Prison, I guess pyramid. Yep. yep. Um. Anybody else want to take a look? Uh, I would because you said they're pushing carts and things. They're bringing out their dead. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're uh, they've got wagons or carts or some some sort of uh, you know, transport along with them. Wheelbarrows and stuff. I was going to say, it's like the landscaping force of the undead or something. That's hmm? awful. <laughs> they feel They're working happy. on hole 17 right now. Yeah, like, they got, like, yeah like, oh, I've got to carry this sod along with me to the battle. <laughs> this is what you... Um, <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say, sorry. It's yeah. <laughs> terrible, sorry, never mind. Please say it. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> every groundskeeper is hell on earth. Yeah. You will rise every night to continue to maintain the green. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because if some if I don't do it, no one will. Death call. Um, a hole for one. <laughs> Ow! Ouch. Okay, I like that one. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> the golf for the undead. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I would like to uh, perceive to my left and right upon hearing that warning and uh, see if I notice these same creatures in the flashing. Anyway. Um. Nothing there. But if you glance over at Cesar, Cesar looks a little different. Uh, okay. And when you say different, how do you mean different? Cesar's old, but he's not looking <laughs> He's only quite one so foot old. in the grave. He's looking not as old? Not as old. Hmm. No, well, that, maybe, that's... Maybe. When compared with those who have died for weeks, Cesar looks so yeah. much younger. Well, that's that's good good on him. Uh, how does does Carl look any different? Does Zanatari look any different? No, or just just Cesar. Just Cesar. Yeah, maybe maybe you know wrinkles gone. Maybe he's lost a year or two. Maybe maybe you know maybe he just slept really well and it's kind of affected his posture. Um, as I noticed that. Since Carl and I are riding the, you know, fast mounts up ahead, you know, like, you know, breaking, you know, breaking the trail, um, I'd actually like to, you know, turn to Carl and say, do you notice Cesar looking any different? Uh, he looks a little younger to me. Oh, Carl looks around and has a look at Cesar. 
Oh, certainly he is um, eager to go into battle, battle evil, so... He's <laughs> got his radiance of readiness. He's <laughs> radiant with goodness. <laughs> oh, and he alliterated. Yes! Alliteration <laughs> wins every time. Right. Well, that's, that, that may be, but I, I don't know if I can take five years off my life just by looking excited about something. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little off put by that. Well, I don't know about you, Carl, but I'd keep an eye on him. I'm watching him now because, I mean, well, he's shifty to begin with, but now he's young and shifty and that's even worse. And I think he has made some kind of deal with our very scary skeleton people, so... Um, <laughs> Say what? <not> <laughs> oh, it's a long story. There was a giant skeleton and... Didn't we tell you? He's the ambassador of death. Um, he missed that part. I didn't know this. Um, I need to look at his passport. Because <laughs> apparently he's been to places I am not familiar with. <laughs> um, he's been to such places as Seoul, Korea. Oh. <laughs> that. <clears throat> so, I'm just gonna just take you at your word, Carl, and uh, you know. Um, so the breeze is pretty nice today. <laughs> just. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to continue on because I don't understand what just happened there and now is not the time while we're racing from a storm into another potential danger. So. But Mithrin, I believe you said once it couldn't get stranger in this party. I think a long time before you, before you uh, left, um, I believe the uh, it's coming back to haunt you. That really? could possibly... Yeah. It has gotten okay. stranger. Stranger is um, you know, an, an, an acre pain that used to be a legacy acre pain for you, uh, you kind of realize isn't, um, bugging you so much right now. Okay. Um, but, uh, as you're going along and seeing these things that are, uh, essentially the garbage collection or whatever you want to call them moving towards this, uh, you realize that to your left, thus placing you at the right hand. Um, there is a figure riding with you. And if you look down, you notice kind of the horse vanishes into fog, um, sort of deal. Okay. Um, do I recognize this figure? Um, you do not recognize this particular figure, but you realize, do realize that it is, um, the manifestation of death that you encountered in the other domain. Oh, so I do recognize it. Yes, but it looks different. Because death has many faces. Okay. Cool. Um, and it's, what, it's just much closer to me than the whatever the other things are? Is that, or just keeping pace with me, next to me, or? No, just keeping pace, like, you know, you just out of the corner, yeah, you notice, if you look over, you see it, and then, um... You know, if you look over again, whether it's there or not is, you know, your call. Okay. He'll um he'll look over his shoulder uh, uh, at the other members of the party to see if they notice. And then he'll look back and kind of like keeping his hand down to the side of the horse, his left hand, the, the hand 
facing the uh, the guy to death, he'll just give a little wave. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you you actually get a respectful nod back. Um, you know, it's just the figure the figure is keeping pace. Okay. Um, doesn't seem to want anything of him as of yet. So no. to try to keep try to keep the others unaware, knowing that some of them have issues okay. with death. You know, yeah, his my own personal business. The reaping uh, of the souls. <laughs> yeah, just so all the you know, souls and the reaping and the, the reaping. Mm. Just a, a mutually beneficial relationship <laughs> that I'll be potentially engaging in with this, and you know, enterprising individual. He's you so, know, he's a self-starter. He's got his own right, business. You know, I appreciate that. I remember. He is the sucker fish to to death shark. You know, or not sucker. What's the? That's the fish that hangs on the, the side of the shark. Lamp, yeah, right? there you go. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, he's the. You know. Uh, can I ask an out of character question to uh, Caesar? Yeah. Just. Well, no, this it, this is it's out of character, but it's in game. So we don't talk you... out of character on the show. <laughs> Never. All right, sorry. Uh, I'm going character. to. I'm gonna. I'm going to totally break break the status quo. Oh then. my gosh! Don't hundred and however many episodes, and you're ruining it. Sorry. I... <laughs> we hardly Damn. ever talk in character. It's like the Damn rarest tradition. Moment. I I won't have it. Okay, so uh, your character Caesar was a slave of the Red Wizards of Thay, correct? Uh, the undead armies of Thay. Thay, okay, and Thay. which are controlled by the wizards, of, the red wizards, if I know um, the lore correctly. I don't. You probably would remember better than I would. Something like that. You don't even know your own history, dude. No, um, <laughs> it's too old. <laughs> um, what what I was just wondering about that is that so you honest this obviously this is not in game knowledge for anybody, but. Um, so Cesar, though, because he has this history with the undead, you would have a like, ex- like ex- very tactile sense of like, this is death. I know exactly what's going on. This is the undead. Blah 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 blah. And so this doesn't freak you out at all, right? Um, I that I guess that could maybe be why. Uh, but I think that, yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, Cesar's seen a lot, and he's generally open to pretty much anything that you know, serves to benefit him. He's pretty selfish that way. Uh, so he's he's got a few hang-ups. Um, the big one is slavery, because he dealt with that for a big part of his life. But that's not what we're talking about that. here. Just just death, pure and simple, that's different. Um, okay. I was just so. curious how that all worked with your history. All right. Sorry, DM. <laughs> I, I was just curious. You also notice, Cesar, that um, there are various bits of uh, stuff being brought back in the other direction by, you know, uh, skeletons or whatever in the wheelbarrow. So there's the team that you were going out with that seems to flood the plane, but here and there there are there are gaps where skeletons that have already been out there are uh-huh. coming back with something. Unclear as to what something is. Um, yes. Is there a way to try to m- work my way towards one of those clumps to see, like as we're passing by, like try not lose speed and not get too far away from the party? I don't know how far away it is. If it's too far, you won't do it. But if you can sort of edge towards that that portion or yeah. something, that column, if you could yeah. sort of maybe peek over to see, unless it's covered or, or whatever. Okay. 
Um, you're able to do that. And uh, it's some sort of energy or goo or it's something metaphysical, but how your brain is interpreting it as just something. Stuff. Stuff. Glop. Glop. It, you know, life energy, however you want to think about it, there is whatever has been reaped is coming back. These skeletons, um, are they like normal humanoid size? Um, or are they like the batch, giant one? Like this we particular saw batch is. Um, you get the feeling that out in the darker portions beyond any sort of light that's being cast from some sort of source. There could be the giant's skeletons. Okay, so it feels... I mean, the, just description alone, it feels similar. Just yeah. in just in the whole theme of reaping and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there, seem, there seems to be a fairly uh, considerable bounty heading back already. Okay. He'll okay. Uh, edge back to the group. It's not really, I don't think beneficial knowledge, so he'll keep it to himself. Okay. Carl, you have seen many things with the party so far. You've been the cause of some of them. <laughs> if Carl understands, I assume Carl understands that he is heading to something big, some sort of war. Or is this just kind of a field trip for him? I don't know. He is very... <clears throat> anticipating the events to come uh, while being quite afraid but he's currently holding on to the image of Mithrin riding before him in his armor um, so if you think surrounded by these heroes he's gonna be okay and this is in some way what he always wanted for the most of his life so while being unsettled he Looking forward to the experience. <laughs> okay. Anything going on with your necklace? Yeah, I wanted to ask him about that because didn't Mithrin give him another necklace? And he he looked at his and he didn't go crazy this time. Uh, no, it's, uh, his current uh, ne- <clears throat> the necklace he's currently wearing he got from the box. It's um, um, kind of yin yang themed uh, that. Um, unifies uh, the, the concepts of, um, of of war and peace, <laughs> and he inserted a little uh, track. What is it, a track statuette or something? Mm-hmm. He just inserted it into his necklace. Uh. But you're you're not having any berserker feelings at this at this point in time. No, not at all. <laughs> Do you think your uh, Do you think your parents would believe this tall tale if you were to yeah. uh, <laughs> sit down and try to relate it? As the concept of uh, lying is very far away from Carl and his parents, they would believe it. <laughs> okay. Now you've come to understand that this group isn't exactly normal by any stretch of the imagination, but they're doing special stuff. But a lot of it. Do you think that... Does Carl think that he can hang with this group, or is he going to eventually have to step aside? You know, Gut, gut, gut check time for Carl. Hmm. 
as of yet, he doesn't really f still really feel a part of the group. He's more like, um, I'm gonna watch these people's fight and maybe carry some of the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> He's a caddy. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Hey, uh, here you go, Carl. Here, here's a fiver for your work. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. So he's he's not opposed to taking uh, his place in a battle or in, in some kind of adventure. But for him, um, the other party members are still legendary heroes. While himself doesn't see himself as a hero, maybe as someone who wants to do good, but nobody that has um, earned is standing in the world. Hey, uh, we lost you there. Lost you, DM. Oh. Sorry. There you are. There you go. If Carl was to be watched over by something in the universe, what do you think it would be? Hmm. Kind of hard question. Um, Carl had never had uh, much religion in his life. He is not opposed to the concept and he would be very pleased if there was some sort of deity watching him, uh, taking interest in him, but he never thought uh, too much about it. So maybe some... like him, someone who means well, but isn't not really sure what's going on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the clueless god. <laughs> the god of the game Clue. Okay. Um, very briefly, Carl, you get a flashing image of, uh, a stone throne with someone sitting in it, and this appears to be fastened to a rock somehow. The area behind, uh, this, this is sort of like floating in a, in a space sort of colorful space area. But you get a feeling that um, something has taken notice of you. But whatever it is, is radiating an almost unnatural sense of calm. Hmm. You try to um, clear his vision and... and Maybe Bumble. <laughs> well, that's weird. Uh, hey, folks, are you getting this decisions also? Like I'm seeing some nice rock man. <laughs> um, it, it's it's I... it's a it's a it's a humanoid, by the way. And you get the feeling that much like you, under the surface of this thing, there would be some kind of mad, berserking, whatever, just. Some sort of power behind there. We also lost uh, Cesar, by the way. Mm -hmm. So we can keep going, but we'll just jump back. So, Carl, you actually asked, like, does anybody else see this? Is that? It, yeah, he, uh, at least to this room, as he's the closest to him now, especially. <laughs> um, I don't see anything. Which side of the fire were you sitting on before? Maybe you got too much smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not too sure, but uh, okay if you don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything, dude. 
Mm -mm, Xanatar doesn't see anything either. She's too focused on the uh, looking for this undead army that uh, Cesar has sort of mentioned and isn't really looking at what he is. By the way, Zanatari, um, even though you cannot see them, you occasionally think what you see, you occasionally think you see uh, either a sort of a, a green-purple glowing footprint or, you know, just... There's, there's something moving out there, but you are not seeing it, but occasionally it's close enough and powerful enough that it's actually touching this side of the world. Okay. But she would believe him. I mean, he's better acquainted with death than she is, although that's kind of crazy that he is. But, uh, yeah, she would believe him, so just kind of getting these small glimpses of proof. Um, also, by the way, a you hear something probably about hmm, 100 feet off in the darkness to your right. Xanatari. What do I see? Um, you don't see it, but you hear something. Okay, what does it sound uh, like? Sounds like some sort of horse or horses, but it's kind of a whispering material. It doesn't sound like a, a clomp, clomp, clomp with things. It sounds like um, fabric rustling against. Is Winter, I assume Winter is like riding alongside me or running on the ground alongside me? Yes. Uh, does Winter react to this animal sound? Win Winter is very curious as to what's out there. Okay. But um, it keeps looking at you and then looking in there, looking at you, and it, at one point even kind of reaches up and starts sniffing at you. And then sniffing in the air towards where it is and seems very confused. Okay, I want to ride toward it. Can I do that without leaving the party? You would be able to maintain um, sight of the party, yes. Okay, I'm going to ride toward it and just make sure that I keep pace with everyone else and keep an eye on them. Okay. There are about 20, once you get out there, you see that there are about 20 horses. However, you quickly realize that they are made of leather. Leather horses. As if somebody had made origami. Yes. But they are, they are mobile. Wow. Atop them, um, as if wearing garb similar to the green leather that you were left, uh -huh. are, uh, for lack of a better terms, um, golems or, I don't know, something that you can't see is wearing that outfit and is mounted atop these horses. There's a, a humanoid figure mounting yep. these horses in yep. leather. Yep. What what do they look like? Like the uh, like they are dressed in the same outfit that you were given by the green dragon. Okay. I uh, would just like to point out at one point here. Okay, just mm -hmm. I I did not take the obvious bait <laughs> that was put out by leather and mounting and and <laughs> other stuff. So I'm just I didn't take it. I'm proud. I I'm very Although proud. Now that I said that, it, it's. I'm you, sorry. You kind yeah. of you kind of just yeah. put that out there into the world. Use your imagination, kid. <laughs> had, you had the point, and then you... The leather-riding mounted people. Yeah. I was just very proud, but, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. 
They are carrying bows and light lances. But not whips. No. Um, okay, so I would like to greet them, uh, if there's some, such a common language, and uh, just call out, you know, a greeting and raise my hand. The lead figure responds with a hand raised, but there's no words that you hear, or that you sense trying to scratch at your uh, the outside of your thoughts here. Okay. Are they heading heading in the same direction that we're going? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to ride back to the party. Um, okay. They follow. Oh, yay! Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm anxious to see what the party thinks as I ride back, surrounded by a giant herd of leather horses. Um, you realize um, there's a couple more that were further in the darkness. They come out, and they are bearing a banner. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. Kind of a giant flag. Um, the question is, anybody care to see what's on the flag? Uh, yeah, well, you know how much we love flags. We have a flag, too. Maybe we should get it out, Cesar. We should get our flag out that we earned so with such tra- uh, trauma. The ogre plays. Let the freak Minotaur flag place. fly, yes. What was it Minotaurs, I believe? Hmm? Yep. 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 Okay, so what's the flag? The flag is actually your symbol. What? Okay. Of the, uh, of the party, the group. Okay. Um, it is missing a component or two, piece or two here, um, because there's not the same party mm. as was when that was made. You can sort of see the, the hints of it. Mm-hmm. But we need to add, officially, Carl to the flag. Yes. What, Carl, would you like to have as your symbol component? Mm. We had a sword, a key. The key is gone now. Mm. We had a gear... And what was the DM's one? Uh, I forget what the DM one was. We need to add one from Mithrin, too. Yep, but I'm giving Carl the chance, but also Mithrin. Uh, what would you add to the flag? Oh. <laughs> a stick? Maybe. It should be a stick. Not this. Look at him thinking. Maybe the symbol of a hand um, as a symbol of uh, the ability to help, but also to of power and um, destructiveness. All right. Damn, uh, dude, that's awesome. He's got a, clo- a fist there. <sighs> See, that, like, totally, like, that's great image. I love that. The <laughs> general symbol for the party is now resting with the fist is kind of um, palm up. You know, it's an open hand, palm up as if coming from the bottom of the flag. And the rest of the party symbol is hovering within that hand. Since they are both known to backhand and also help at the same time. You can help or you can crush. (laughs) I like it. It's really good. Okay. Um, Mithrin. That totally beats mine. Mine was going to be a bowl of cereal, but um, that totally what beats kind mine. of cereal? <laughs> yeah, it's important. Uh, golden grams. Oh, those golden grams. 
There you go. Yeah, I like golden grams. Um, How many seconds does it take to get to the center of this question? Not very long. Um, No, on mine, my uh, symbol, I think, that is going to come up uh, there uh, is actually just going to be a... I don't know what what's the better image, either like a scroll or an open book, um, and the pages are empty. Okay, do we put this to a party vote? I don't. I don't think it matters. No, <laughs> it's writing thing. But. I would go with scroll because Cesar has the um, book bow. Okay, Cesar, any opinion? Um, I kind of like scroll too. It's um, kind of it. It strikes me as more like individual. Okay. <laughs> you saying you're a blank canvas? What are you trying to say there? I think he's saying my link has died for a moment. That could be. Cesar. He is arguing on the Skype. He is. Cesar. Okay. He's unhappy. He said scroll, move along. (laughs) In any case, the um, sight of the flag, you sort of feel that uh, truly you're going into battle, but provided that you maintain sight of it, your morale will probably not break. Yay! Um, Carl, something tells you that the universe is also fairly interested in you now. You have started upon something. So you have not completed your first challenge for the Path of the Immortals, but I will tell you now that Carl has been sort of sucked along on the coattails of the party and is starting down that path. It's very nice. He wouldn't understand it, but cool. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see Carl like riding his horse being like, Thanks! Thanks! It's kind of like t- take take your kid to school at the uh, nuclear power plant. Hey, Junior, push this button. <laughs> Boom! Or, oh, it does what it's supposed to. Mm. Yeah, what do you know? Mm. Okay. So, um, anybody want to react to Xanatari's honor guard? Or the party's <clears throat> honor guard? Depending how you view the perspective. Um, yeah, Carl probably asking. Oh, uh, you found some friends, Miss Sanitary? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Sanitary would just look at Carl and kind of smile, like a big smile, and just shrug. <laughs> <laughs> so, if there's a battle coming, and it looks like there's a very big battle coming, could you please tell me? who to punch, because at this point I don't really know what's going on. Uh, um, whoever whoever attacks us, fight back. Okay. I like the phrase that Big Mikey Osho did in chat uh, to Carl. The universe hands you a message that reads, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me behind the lockers after school. <laughs> okay, anything from you, Cesar? Okay. Um, I haven't heard much of 
what's been going on. Any reaction to the um, figures that the honor guard that I don't know what you're talking about. Xanatari's uh, riders the with the flag and all that. Yeah, they're so multitasking. Um, <laughs> oh, Carl got that one. Hear any of the description? So okay, all right. I, I would. I would. Sorry. Uh, find it safe to say that Cesar was distracted by, you know, fiddling around with death, so... Ew. Much like everybody else, please download episode 165 and you too will hopefully... Yeah, provided we that have might be good. ...munge the uh, recording, we'll find out in <laughs> due course of time. Um, what about you, Mithrin? You, you know, you've seen kind of a bit... Tonight it's been a bit of a stretch. Uh, your mind kind of go... Crispy Critters with all the the new edition. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like whatever. Yeah, um, I'm riding along and uh, seeing some uh, crazy stuff, to say the least. Uh, even for this group of people, this is a little beyond the pale. Um, <laughs> say what? and uh uh just for a moment of reassurance i'm actually just going to reach back and and touch the uh staff that i have just to be like you know calm down and the second that uh i touch that don't forget to wash (laughs) oh but yeah but then magic happens and my mind is taken over and there is there is uh something that pops into my head very white that. starts playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't get enough of your drow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, an entire epic poem pops into my head at that moment. Okay. TLDNR, <laughs> touch my staff poem. Yep, that's right. Well, you have homework for next weekend then. Oh, no, it's already done, but we're not in a good place for it. Oh, we're not. Hmm. Teaser. That's right. That's teaser. <laughs> Don't forget to still wash your hands. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to take my hands and then rub them all over everyone and be like, you're all part of me now. <laughs> That's right. So, um, dawn is starting to break on the horizon, and uh, the first real big gusts of wind from the storm start to rustle through your clothing from behind you. Above you, probably about 100 feet, a large airship passes over quickly, propelled by the wind. Oh. Is this a familiar airship? Like a dirigible or like a Final Fantasy type airship? What are we talking about? Kind of like uh, Final Fantasy with the dirigible aspect. And yes, it is uh, the one that you have seen before. Okay. Well, sadly... Cesar is napping. Yeah. I don't know how he can be doing that during this this very exciting chase, but he is. Uh, I will still point to it and go, <laughs> just just say something very uh, clever like, ooh, an airship. <laughs> hey. Look. Hey, look. <laughs> um, Winter seems very excited by the by this and takes off running ahead. Okay, because this is the airship that dropped Winter, right? When he was a baby cub. Yes. Okay. I'm going to um, try to keep up with him because I'm concerned that that future me is 
on the airship, and we'll take him away. Okay. Um, there are a couple of figures that are semi-silhouetted on the airship, but you cannot make out who or what they are. Um, but then they turn and seem to be heading towards the bow of the ship as it speeds off towards the um, towards the event. How far away uh, is it? Just it was a hundred feet up, but it's hauling some serious ass. So shouting distance, possibly. Um, it only would have been shouting distance for a couple seconds. Oh, damn it. I was going to be like, Sid! Sid! <laughs> you can still wave. Land! Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this, this appears to be the same ship that, uh, um, you haven't actually ever seen it this clearly before, though. So you're actually going to, you can get some details off it. Um... Also, around where the horizon breaks and where that strange color has been on the horizon, uh, you see what appears to be, and this is off the distance, so it's sort of a semi-weird speck, what appears to be something flying along, coming in, um, making like a diving run, and then flying away. But you realize that the diving runs are about a mile long like bombers no um in this case out of character the dragon is starting an attack he's doing attack passes with his breath weapon oh okay but it's not breathing the entire mile but as it's coming in it's going and doing stuff over the course and then pulling up okay and out okay well still not close enough to see what we're attacking Nice to know everyone's uh, massing, though. I feel, I feel good about our forces. Yeah, you can definitely tell that there's a lot of stuff that has passed this way. The ground has been churned up pretty good. Um, essentially, just about any footprint you want to see for creatures is fairly visible. Okay. And you can see that there are flags and banners and other bits flapping in the wind ahead. But you have about another hour before you will... Um, half hour to an hour before you reach that area. Okay. And I'm trying to be able to breathe better and talk better next week in order to properly do this description. Cool. Does anybody have anything that they want to go through as we uh, finish up this episode? Carl has never seen the airship, so he'll point at it and uh, go, Wow, a ship in the air? Why? What? Mr. Cecil, did you build this? <laughs> um, Why don't you? Well, may- maybe. That, that <laughs> remains to be seen. It's possible. Uh, if I did, I haven't done it yet. Let's just put it that way. Keep things nice and simple. <laughs> so if you do, could you please uh, give us a ride with it? <laughs> you know what? I guess we'll have to see, won't we? Save up your quarters for tickets and, mu- and tickets and beer. <laughs> I just, I love, you know, not yet. Maybe I don't. I maybe could have. I don't know. Now maybe, that I've not seen yet. it, I, I will have did. Yeah, maybe have. Yeah, like let's just play with tenses. Yeah, I I could have done it. Here's the maybe paradox. did do it. Would you, you know? have done it without seeing it now? Or would it have already happened 
and now he's just seeing it now for the first time, but perhaps the last time because it's a war. That, see, didn't this exactly that, happen in Back to the Future? You know, where he comes back and says, you're going to do this because you're going to hit your head in the toilet, you know? Right. Yeah. That, that's a special episode in October, sorry. All right, sorry. I really wish that I had the perfect recall that I always wanted so that at this moment we could quote the scene in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade when he's standing in the Zeppelin in German, yells at the uh, the passengers and chucks one of them out the door saying no ticket in German. No which, ticket. Which yeah. I don't know how to say, but it would be perfect at this moment if we did. If only there was a device that could look if up. Only there, yeah. If only there was a German. Here. I only have <laughs> one screen, remember? <laughs> yeah, if only there was a German, you could say no If only ticket. there was a German. You You're using your phone to... as your... I guess I could. <laughs> okay, so we are going to melt some Nazis next time. Excellent. Wonderful. Yeah. Nicely done, though, uh, Xanatari. <laughs> if we went into the Ark of the Covenant, I'll let you know. Okay. Hmm... All right, uh, Mithrin? Um, I am just going to continue riding on, realizing that if we're probably going at, if we're about an hour away, we probably have like anywhere between 12 to 15 miles to go. Um, assuming we're going at a relatively quick canter, but not a full-out gallop. I'm assuming that's what we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sixth grade math. Now, if you're riding the dinosaur at three miles an hour, <laughs> and true. you have one hour to ride, how, how far many miles? The, yeah, how many bales of insects does your lizard have to eat to get there? Exactly. Um, so, in, in other words, you're going to take a gallop pole. Oh. Actually, we need we need one of that prices right. That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, um, I'm just going to continue riding, uh, pushing on, and uh, running through the uh, strange lines of verse that have just magically appeared in my head where my my uh, muse, as it were, had been so vacant before. No, it, w- it would be it would be kind of funny if we made uh, you know his saddle into an actual blazing saddle. That would be good. Yeah, would be good. Figure that one out. All right, Mel so Brooks, you- ladies and gentlemen, where are you? So, you've already done your homework assignment for next week, Mithrin. Your job now is extra credit. How come I only get, like, homework? Where's everyone else's homework? Because you blew everybody the hell out of the damn water the last time you did it, so. Because you wrote poems about frost or winter. <laughs> You're not that guy. You're that guy. Uh, well, I'll, you know, out of character once again, but let's just say this, is that the thing that was put out is only part one that I finished, so there's more. Mr. Tambourine Man, Mithrin version. <laughs> yeah, I want you to say it like Mr. Tambourine Man. Can you read it like that? Like, um, can, he, can he read it and pronounce the verbs in the nouns? I think that'd be horrible. <laughs> it would be that horrible. That would absolutely be horrible. And you, that's, that's our first season of D4. That was yeah. Seth. I had to edit because he was talking just like this the entire season. Actually, what my plan is actually is to um, <laughs> I'm going to find a way to possess um, Carl, and he's going to say the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, it's 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 like it's only like I don't know, 122 stanzas. <laughs> he could just no. go, <laughs> and you could just make the words. Yeah, like I'll just I that's what I'll do. I, I'll Percy say it, style. but I'll pinch his neck and make him say it. You know, like he's the puppet. 
Right. It'll be good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have Carl translated into German. That would be wonderful. Actually, I bet you it would translate and sound really cool, but I only know enough German that I, it, it would make me, like, I write horrible German poetry. That's what I would say. And then Carl can read Beowulf. <laughs> oh, Beowulf's the best. So you're saying you're saying then that Carl is bad German poetry because he's the only German you know? No, I'm saying I write bad German poetry because Carl's the only German? No, that doesn't make any sense. No, I write bad <laughs> German poetry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was to translate my stuff directly into German using Google, it would end up sounding a lot like bad German. That's what it would sound like. Because there's foreign languages always going Dutch. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, any you last know- little bits from you? No. Okay. Take us out, please. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Find us on Twitter at deathd4. Now, please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast, where I interview developers at genc.com and at our new multi-channel network, bantercast.net, which is still being worked on, but fairly up. Uh, also, if you want to listen to us, we're here most Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash genesee. And uh, you can find us on iTunes, which is where we live the best place. So anyway, uh, stay tuned for next week where we have another adventure. Bye. 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 <laughs>